The heavens declare the glory of God, and the sky above proclaims His handiwork. Day to day pours out speech, and night to night reveals knowledge. There is no speech, nor are there words whose voice is not heard. Their voice goes out through all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. In them He has set a tent for the sun, which comes out like a bridegroom leaving his chamber, and like a strong man runs its course with joy. Its rising is from the end of the heavens, and its circuit to the end of them, and there is nothing hidden from its heat. The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The rules of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, even much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and drippings of the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is your servant warned, in keeping them there is great reward. Welcome to our second day of the home evening of prayer. I do trust that the Lord has kept you well through the day and has brought you to this particular moment. And I'm, I'm, I'm sure God has a word for you today. My name is Lalobo James. I felt strongly that I needed to start with Psalm 19 because Psalm 19 reminds us of the efficacy of God's word. It reminds us of the power of God's word to transform, to change. It, power, it reminds us of the effectiveness of God's word to bring success in an individual's life. And that's what Psalm 19 reminds us of today. In fact, God's word is so, is so primary and foundational to you and I discerning God's will. And that was our main focus today in our, in our journey on praying, Your will be done. Our desire for us here today is to be able to hear God clearly and discern His will so that we can pray, Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And so if you read the guide, and if you haven't got the guide, please pick up that guide. And in that guide, there's just three things we really talk about and the fact that God's word is primary to that but also an intimate walk with God is very key in this why because discerning God's will is not receiving a blueprint of your life it simply is keeping in step with the Holy Spirit as he unfolds God's plan and purpose in your life every single day and that's what ultimate it is for us even today and so I want to draw out an aspect of an intimate walk with God and that is hearing God's voice. My message is coming from 1 Samuel. The story of Samuel is a beautiful story. And I want you to hear this. Verse 1 of 1 Samuel chapter 3 says this, Then the boy Samuel ministered to the Lord before Eli, and the word of the Lord was rare in those days. That, that, you need to mark that. It says the word of God was rare in those days. There was no widespread revelation. None. It was so rare that God even spoke to people or that people were hearing God. Now, the reason behind this is that Israel was really being a rebellious nation, back and forth. People were living in disobedience. Even Eli's own, own children were, 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 were desecrating the Lord's house and they were sleeping with prostitutes in the temple. It was just a mess. But Scripture says something very interesting, that the Lord showed up in the night, one of those nights, when uh, Eli and Samuel had gone to sleep. And three times, the Lord calls out Samuel and, and, and says, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel would answer, here I am, but he would run to Eli. Three times he ran to Eli. And, and as I was reading this, I, it, it caught my attention. It really caught my attention to, to realize that Samuel 
had gotten so acquainted to Eli's voice that when the Lord spoke, Eli, I mean rather Samuel, didn't know that that was the Lord speaking. In fact, in verse 7, it says, Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, nor was the word of the Lord yet revealed to him. In other words, Samuel had not had a moment to learn God's voice. God had never revealed himself to Samuel by speech. So the Bible is telling us so clearly here that, that Samuel didn't have an acquaintance to God's voice. So evidently, he didn't know how God was speaking. And could be some of us here today who feel that, I feel I'm like Samuel. I haven't really had the Lord speak to me, you know. Well, today our evening of prayer is going to be in such a way that you're going to take a moment to hear from God. So the third time when Samuel goes back to, 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 to Eli, the Bible tells us, Eli tells him, look, go back. And next time he calls, simply say this, speak for your servant hears. And that's exactly what Samuel did. In verse 10, when the Lord stood uh, and called at the other times, Samuel, Samuel, and Samuel answered, Speak, for your servant hears. Then the Lord said to Samuel. So when Samuel quieted himself, when Samuel gave audience to the Lord, then the Lord spoke to him and told him what he was about to do. Psalm 25 is a beautiful psalm, and in there the Bible says this, The Lord confides in those who fear him, or the secret of the Lord belongs to those who fear him and he reveals his covenant to them it's an amazing portion of scripture okay in fact in amos 3 7 it says surely the lord will do does nothing without revealing it to his servants the prophet now we know samuel grew to be one of the the great prophets in israel and the lord spoke to him consistently consistently but there's something i just want to draw your attention to today even as you're going to spend time to hear god's voice if you and i are going to learn to hear God's voice, there's a couple of things that you need to bear in mind. And, and I'm just going to draw this from the scriptures in the in the first in, in first Samuel. When you read Samuel chapter chapter two, there's a couple of times. Verse eleven says, But the child ministered to the Lord before Eli the priest. In verse eighteen of chapter two, first Samuel, but Samuel ministered before the Lord, even as a child. Uh, in verse 26, and the child Samuel grew in stature and in favor both with the Lord and with men. Let me just put this, not even as a sidebar, but I want you as parents to hear, hear me out. Your child is a candidate to be a vessel for the Lord himself. Don't suppress what God may be doing in his life. God may be speaking to your child about something amazing. Your child, whether he's four, five, six, seven, you as a teenager, you can be a vessel for God. God can actually speak to you. All right. I just thought I'd just give you that note. Then chapter 3, verse 1. Then the boy Samuel ministered to the Lord before Eli. The thing that comes forth for me is this. If you and I are going to make a practice of hearing God's word, if you and I are going to learn to hear God's voice, we need to learn to minister to the Lord. What does that look like? You see, Samuel was being raised as a priest. Now we know he was both priest and prophet. Samuel was being raised up to be a priest in the house of God. And one of the key aspects of a priest was to offer up sacrifices. That was one of their key aspects. Now, we no longer offer up sacrifices in terms of dead goats or, um, you know, bulls, the blood of bulls and goats. But David gives us another aspect to the sacrifices that are pleasing to the Lord. What is that? The sacrifices of praise. We minister to the Lord in his presence by doing what? Worshipping him. 
by praising him, by exalting his name. So please mark this. Samuel ministered to the Lord. Our ministry to God has moved from the temple because we are now the temple of the Holy Spirit. That means our own lives become the sacrifice. That is why Paul says in Romans chapter 12, Brethren, I urge you by the mercies of God to present your bodies as living sacrifices, which is your pleasing and acceptable act of service or act of worship. So to minister to the Lord, therefore for us, is much more than the time we come on a weekend and lift up our voices to Him. It is the whole of my life ministering to the Lord. I mean, Matthew chapter 5 tells us this, that let your light so shine that men may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. You are ministering to the Lord with your life, with your whole being, okay? I mean, when you continue to read the scriptures over and over, 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 31, it says, in everything you do, do it for the glory of God. So whereas Samuel ministered to the Lord in the temple of God or in the in the holy place of God in a physical location we now are the living temples of God so wherever we are we are ministers to the Lord the quality of your life ministers to the Lord please mark that very clearly now I also want you to recognize this in verse 2 it says um, it came to pass chapter 3 it came to pass at a time while Eli was lying down in his place and when his eyes had begun to grow so dim that he could not see. And before the lamp of God went out in the tabernacle of the Lord where the ark of God was and while Samuel was lying down. One other translation in the ESV and the NIV tell us that he laid down near the ark of God. In essence, Samuel was in the presence of God. And this is what we need to know. If, if we are going to be a people that hear God's voice, first of all, our lives need to minister to the Lord. But two, you and I need to make a practice of spending time in the presence of God. You have a time that you have set aside where you go and you seek God's face. You set a time where you go and literally worship him in song and you worship him with the words of your heart and you, you read his scriptures. You are in his presence. The Bible tells us in Psalm 91 uh, that uh, um, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadows of the Almighty. I love that that scripture. It, it, it I got a... It revolutionized my mind as we're getting into 2020. He who dwells in the secret place. In other words, when you spend time in the presence of God, he will continue with you the rest of the day. In other words, his presence will overshadow you through the day. So you are in his presence. And as you leave his presence, you also continue to minister before the Lord. Your life is ministry before the Lord. In fact, as I'm sharing this, I'm reminded of, of, um, of, of Genesis chapter 17 when the Lord told Abraham, Walk before me blameless. Walk before me blameless and I will establish my covenant with you. And that's what the Lord tells him. And that is about making your life an aspect of worship. All of your life is an aspect of worship. So I, I feel strongly to say this to every one of us. If we are going to be a people who hear God's voice, we must be a people, one, whose lives minister before the Lord all the day, every moment, and everywhere we are. But two, we need to make a habit of spending time in the presence of God. Spend time in His presence. Okay? That's something that just, just, just leaped out of the scriptures and I thought, wow. 
this is so powerful. This is so amazing. I mean, think about it for a moment. Think about it for a moment. God wants to speak to you. What I mean, why would God continue to speak to a people who are not walking in obedience to him? Why would God want to speak to a people who are no longer listening to his voice? I mean, you think about this this way. If all the time you keep telling someone, don't do this, don't do this, or, you know, or do this, or do this, and they keep going contrary to your word, will you have any energy left inside of you to continue to instruct them? You, you kind of lose the morale, so to speak, okay? And in the season where these people were, it's because of their rebellious hearts, because they're walking in disobedience. I mean, Eli himself, his sons alone, well, he was not able to discipline his own children. And that grieved the heart of God so much that the word of God became so rare. The quality of the ministry of your life to the Lord will in some sense and to some degree, I, I, I say this to a great degree, impact how much of God you will hear. But do you also spend time in his presence? Do you deliberately spend time in worship? Sitting in his word. You see, making a practice of being in his presence is always setting aside time. I've mentioned this. And, and you just invite him and say, Lord, I acknowledge that you are God. And even in this moment, I lift up my voice and I invite of your presence to come. Come and meet with me. So I want to challenge us. Even as we get ready to pray tonight. Remember, your quality of your life needs to minister before the Lord, but to make a habit of the practice of the presence of God every single day. And we know as a result of, of Samuel's life, the Bible says, I mean, the Bible tells us that Samuel grew before the Lord, in, in, uh, grew in stature and in favor before God and men. Do you know that Samuel, what is said of Jesus is exactly what is said of Samuel. Okay? When Samuel was, uh, when, when Jesus got lost in the temple and his parents came back for him the bible says and the young boy grew in stature and in wisdom and in the in favor before god and man that's what the scriptures tell us so in a sense it almost feels like samuel was a type of jesus okay that's what i see right there now let me just carry on because I, I want to get you guys to the place where you are pressing in in prayer and hearing god's voice verse 11 is very key not well Verse 11 is when the Lord speaks to him. Then, then the Lord said to Samuel. So this, 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 this is where I want to take you. Um, think about it this way, okay? Samuel was so acquainted to Eli's voice. And Eli tells him, next time he comes, just say your servant listens. One of the things about hearing God's voice is that you must learn to shut out all other voices in order to listen to God. In fact, this is what you, one of the things you need to learn to do as well is when you go into your into his presence do not speak a lot try and also listen many times when we say prayer we are always the ones uttering you need to get the place where you also sit back and say lord speak for your servant listens you need to quiet yourself in the presence of god and say lord speak your servant listen. You see, when you are able to listen to God in the quiet place, when you get out into the noisy world, because you have learned how God speaks, you will know when God is speaking in the crazy world out there. You see, the thing that I learned about being in his presence as well is really from the story, from John chapter 10, verse 3 to 5. It says, my sheep know my voice and they hear me when I call. And the thing that occurred to me is this. Sheep spend a lot of time with their shepherd. So they're able to learn what he is saying. They were able to learn his voice, his intonations. 
I'm challenging you today. Even as you minister to the Lord with your life, even as you go into his presence and worship him, when you get into his presence, you must also learn thirdly to just be quiet. Be quiet and listen. Be like Samuel and say, speak for your servant hears. Now, I know in the guide we say when you when you take a moment and just pray that way, have a pen and try and write down what you hear God saying. Okay, you can follow the rest of that in the guide. And now the Lord speaks to Samuel. Guess what happens? Samuel gets to know God's will. Samuel gets to know what God is about to do. And he gives Samuel a message to go to his, quote-unquote, to his boss Eli and tells Eli everything that the Lord had said. Eli responds in a very interesting way in verse 18 of, of chapter 3. It says, Then Samuel told Eli everything and hid nothing from him. And Eli said, It is the Lord. Let him do what seems good to him. You see, when you know what God's will is, you surrender to it. Eli recognized this was God's will. and says, Lord, he's God. It pleases God to do that. I submit my life to him. That's all he did. And that is the reason why we need to be able to hear God's voice. So that when you hear God's instruction, you are able to surrender and say, Lord, this is your will, therefore I submit to it. This is your will, therefore I pray this into it. Now, I know that Eli didn't pray that into it, but he surrendered into it. I'm trying to draw for you a lesson here is this. As you get to hear God's voice, then you are confident enough to pray according to the will of God. Verse 19, so Samuel grew and the Lord was with him and let none of his words fall to the ground. In other words, none of Samuel's prophecies ever failed. All of them came to pass. Verse 21, the Lord appeared again in Shiloh for the Lord revealed himself to Samuel in Shiloh by the word of the Lord. The story about Samuel is a beautiful story. It, it goes to show me that when an individual fears the Lord, obviously, spends time in his presence, his life ministers to the Lord, brings glory and honor to his name. When you see all of that, when an individual in his presence actually chooses to be silent and listen in, and you make this as a way of life, God will consistently be speaking to you. You'll be able to hear God's voice. You'll be able to know God's voice. And as you know God's voice, you will be able to pray, Your will be done. So this is what's going to happen tonight. We want to put this into practice. We want to come before God. And we want to still our voice. We want to quiet ourselves. And we want to say, Speak, Lord. Your servant hears. God is going to speak to you. Do you need God to speak to you about your marriage? Do you need God to speak to you about your business? Do you need God to speak to you about your career? Do you need God to speak to you about your child? Do you, not, do you need God to speak to you about school? What do you need God to speak to you about? Or you just want to say, Lord, speak, Lord. Whatever you have for me today is the one that I will take. And that's possible. God wants to speak to you. So I'm going to go off this in a very short while. And I'm going to encourage you. Humble yourself. And allow God to speak to you. So in fact, right now, this is what I'm going to tell you to do. For the next 10 minutes, I'm just going to let music play. A quiet bed in the background. And what I want you to do is continue in his presence. But this time, offer up a sacrifice of praise. Offer up a sacrifice of worship. Offer up a sacrifice of adoration. Whatever. Let, let praise arise from the depth of your spirit and just begin to worship him for a moment. Would you minister in his presence right now to the Lord with, with heartfelt worship and heartfelt praise? And then after these next 10 minutes or so, sit down and say, Lord, speak. Your servant listens. And continue in his presence. And after a while, 
when you feel you've finished hearing what God has said, take what God has said and take it back to him. Say, Lord, this is what I'm hearing. Confirm this to me, Lord. Speak to me. Confirm this to me, Lord. And God will speak to you. And then begin to pray that which God has laid on your heart. Surrender that thing. Say, Lord, if this is what your will is, I am surrendering to your will. And just open up your heart and just begin to pray about that situation. Begin to pray about that thing which God has revealed to you. Begin to just, just talk to him. Ask for more clarity. Ask for guidance, whatever. But today, it's about you just pressing in to hear from God. You want to know his will for your life, for your business, for your children. You want to know his will for that circumstance. Let me tell you one more story as I come to a close in this. My friend passed a couple of years ago, went to be with the Lord. But about two years before she died, she had a premature birth. And her child was struggling. Her child was struggling. And she went to the Lord in prayer and says, God, what's going on here? Why, why is this happening to me? And the Lord told her, um, let him come home to me. He says, Lord, you want, you, you want my son to come home to you? He said, yes, it is my will for him to come. It was a difficult moment for her, but then she said this, Well, Lord, you know what? If it is your will, I release my son into your hands. Let me say this to you. Almost immediately, almost immediately, she tells me about two minutes later, she walked to the room and her son was pronounced dead. Was she heartbroken? Yes. Did she have peace? Great peace, because she knew it was God's will. You need to have such conversation with God today. You need to know what God's will is. So I won't even encourage you. Stay in his presence until you hear God. And then whatever he tells you, surrender it back to him to do his will in your life.